Hello, my name is Jody Flynn, and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. This episode is sponsored by Luma Coaching. Want some support to get your dreams off the ground? Go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, and welcome to Women Taking the Lead. I'm so happy you're here. This podcast has been a journey and a labor of love that started, well, let's just say I was probably under three feet tall at the time. In this first episode, I'm going to introduce you to the Women Taking the Lead podcast, let you know what you can expect in future episodes, and tell you a little bit about who I am. For many years, I've been called to change the world, to change the way women and men are perceived so that rather than feeling defensive and in competition with one another, we're working together as equals and supportive partners. And one thing is clear to me, in order for this to happen, more women have to be a part of the conversation. Women have to show that every role they play from stay-at-home mom to Fortune 500 CEO has value and contributes to the greater good of humanity. This isn't a women helping women initiative. And don't get me wrong, I admire those initiatives and I belong to a fantastic entrepreneurial group in Maine called Women Standing Together. Women Helping Women initiatives are powerful and they are needed, but what I'm doing here is a little bit different. It's my philosophy that it's going to take both genders working together to promote women, to cause the change and bring about more equality and more appreciation of women as leaders. Overcoming many of the societal, educational, economic, and cultural changes women currently face requires strong leadership and participation from women and men equally. Each gender provides unique strengths, perspectives, and solutions, and so we need to glean from both. We can gain a lot of insights from men, so on occasion, I'm going to be interviewing men who help women to develop as leaders. The focus of my podcast is to inspire women from humble beginnings to overcome self-doubt and lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. As a woman with my own humble beginnings, I know how overlooked and underserved this population can be. I grew up in Worcester, Massachusetts, and I'm one of my parents' eight children. And before you ask, the answer is yes. I'm from an Irish Catholic family. And to answer your second question, I am number four in the lineup, right in the middle. My father was a plumber for the city of Worcester School Department, and my mother was a homemaker. I'll say tongue-in-cheek, though it's also true. We didn't have much money, but there was a lot of love to go around. And I knew what the values were. God, family, education, and hard work. Growing up Catholic in the 70s and 80s definitely had an impact on my worldview. In an honest reflection of my years growing up as a girl in the Catholic Church, there were some great teaching and and outlooks that I cherish, and there were some not-so-great things, too. I remember watching my oldest brother, Sean, become an altar server. And because I loved him and I wanted to be like him, I wanted to be an altar server too. But that wasn't to be. I was told I couldn't be an altar server and there was only one thing stopping me. I was a girl. Girls could not be altar servers at that time. I kind of moved on from that, but I think it heightened my awareness of how and when boys and girls, men and women, are treated differently and given different opportunities. 
I saw my father being the disciplinarian and the one who was making the rules. I came to learn years later that it was my mom making many of the decisions, but she did it behind the scenes. She's so smart. My dad had the money, and my mom had to ask him for some when she needed to go shopping. There was the Boy Scouts that was way more cool and established than the Brownies or the Girl Scouts, so they did more things, and their organizations had more money. You know, boys played baseball, and girls played a watered-down version of baseball called softball. You know, the U.S. president was a man, professional athletes were men, and the visible ministers of the Catholic Church were men. All I can say is, thank God, Mother Teresa was alive and a strong presence in the church in my early years. Now, don't get me wrong. I was loved, educated, and well cared for. But all around me were messages of my inferiority. It wasn't until I was in college that I started to volunteer for leadership positions. I became involved in residence life and student government. I liked being a part of the conversation, in the know, and part of the decision-making process. I wanted to make a difference, and to do so, I needed to be in a position that had some influence and power. That was my beginning in leadership, and I've taken that through my corporate career as an executive in mutual fund operations, and then as an entrepreneur when I started my coaching business, Luma Coaching, in 2010. I'm very fortunate to have had amazing teachers and mentors, men and women, who saw something in me that I didn't at first see in myself because I didn't believe in myself. And I'm very fortunate in my parents, who didn't exactly know the way to the success I was looking for, but they see and reflect back to me a person who really can do anything I have a passion for. But even with all of these blessings, it has been a long and windy road. I commented earlier that women from humble beginnings or blue-collar backgrounds are often overlooked and underserved. We're in the middle, kind of like my birth order. You know, <laughs> typically we're not in dire straits, nor do we have the resources or the networks to go fast and far towards success. To get ahead, it takes intelligence, determination, a call to something greater, engaged teachers and mentors, as well as preparation and an awareness of opportunity. It takes seeing yourself as the person that other people see, those who believe in you. And if you can't see it yet, take their word that you're wonderful and start acting that way. I'm starting this podcast to help you with some of that. To start, I'm going to do two interview style episodes a week. Through the stories of other successful women and the perspectives of men, the aim of women taking the lead is to show you how to, you know, remove self-doubt and acknowledge that you are destined for greatness, to discover what you're really passionate about so you can finally follow your true calling, to help you create more harmony between your work and your personal life. It's not only okay to set aside time for fun, it's essential. And also to help you develop relationships that are give-give. You don't always have to be the one giving. You deserve to receive support as well. And also to silence your inner critic, face your demons, and make working on your mindset for success a top priority. Too often I see women downplay their talents and skills, shy away from opportunities, stay silent, and tolerating a lot for fear of being seen in a bad light, or for fear of hurting relationships. 
With the help of women and men just like you, more women can bring forth their feminine style of leadership and change the world for the better. So come join me and let's see what we can create. You can find out more at womentakingthelead.com or using the short link, which is womentl.com. Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Were you inspired to take some action today, but maybe don't know where to start? Or maybe you have so many great ideas, you can't decide where to focus your attention. Don't let stress or overwhelm stop you from having the career, the business, or the life you want to live. Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching, or use the short link womentl.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.